0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I'm Tress Collins here with Mr. Gary Alexander and our very special guest, Mr. Bob Bolt. Good Thank morning. you. Thank
1: you. Good morning.
0: It's good. so good to have you back. It's been a long time it since you've been, been with us. It
1: has been a while. Us. Thank you.
0: <laughs> been busy?
1: Oh, yes. I tell you, business is good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh we we have a tremendous amount of experience here between Gary and I and <laughs> we're going to share some of the things we know about mortgages exciting stuff right? So
2: Bob give us a little uh a little background on you I know you're an Aggie so
1: I am a fighting <laughs> Texas Aggie uh, it's in my soul absolutely
2: <laughs> How long have you been here at Texas Lending I've How?
1: been here going on 12 years I've been uh licensed and in the industry uh 30 years, would you believe? Wow. Wow. And uh, I just love it. I love helping people, and uh, that's what we do here at Texas Lending is uh, help people, answer questions, uh, get people pre-approved for purchases, uh-huh. and uh, we can get into the, some of those discussions if you'd like.
0: Yes. Yes, and so if you have questions for Gary or Bob, send us your text at 877-881-1053. Or if you just want to skip the text and talk to someone directly, give us a call at (laughs) 972-387-4600. We're trying to unravel the mortgage mysteries for you today. So you're on the purchase team, right?
1: I am. I am.
0: Have you found that business is picking up now that a lot of school districts are letting out and the summer's on the verge of beginning?
1: It is probably that time of year where a lot of people want to make sure they get into houses before school starts next fall. Yeah, the the tell us a little bit about how things have gone
2: since there be, we created a purchase team and then there's a refinance team. I can tell you how the refinance team—that's okay. what we focus on. Uh, I you know, and that's the job that we do to, is to push that envelope. Whereas the purchase team. They are 24-7 purchase all the time, getting your home loan closed
1: on time. That's, that's uh, the team that I'm on, yeah. uh, the purchase <laughs> team. I love it. Uh, one of the things that I might point out about it that's a little bit unique maybe uh, with uh, Texas Lending is that mm-hmm. we uh, don't just get people pre-qualified. We get them fully pre-approved. And the difference is uh, quite significant. Uh, For example, most mortgage companies, when they get uh, people's information, pull their credit, check debt-to-income ratio, make sure they have enough money for down payment, et cetera, they send them a prequalification letter. Go shop. We think that's a little risky because then they go out, uh, they get their heart set on a house, they put a deposit down, uh, all their documents go to underwriting, and underwriting says, Whoops, we got an issue there. So, what we do is we take the stress out of things mm-hmm. by doing the heavy lifting up front, and we just get their income uh, documents, and uh, it's uploaded into a secure portal that we call Fast Track Docs. And then we have an underwriter actually review the documents, and within a couple of days, we're in a position to give them a full pre approval. And a pre-approval letter then gives them an advantage over others that are bidding on the same house that may only be pre-qualified. As a matter of fact, when I get people pre-approved and they're negotiating to buy a house, um, I'm in a position to actually tell the seller and seller's agent that they are fully pre-approved. And when they're fully pre-approved, that means they don't have to worry about the financing anymore. And we can actually close faster that way.
0: So what do you find has – Do, you, do you, can you think of the main one thing that's a stumbling block in the pre-approval process for most folks? Bear, you,
2: the bear trap <laughs> is what we call it. <laughs> the bear
0: trap? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I think that, I think that would be a lot of times, you know, there's things about like tax returns or something, things that you deduct if you're self-employed. You want to get fully improved. We want—I mean—because a lot of people, the first thing they'll say, "Well, I'm self-employed, but of course, I don't like to show much income," you know. Right. That, they bring that one in, and that—that uh, that one's always a good. But there's also other parts to the tax return, like depreciation, mileage, things like that, that can be added back in. That's why an underwriter—I've had files that I thought there was no way to go through. And then I, the underwriter looked at them and said, oh, yeah, we've got this, we got that, so this is how much income we have so we can f- work on the mm-hmm. debt ratio. Right. That's the biggest thing is the debt ratio. I mean, usually credit, there's not any issues with the credit. You can see y- if there was an issue, you know, like a foreclosure or something like that or a short right. sale down the road. And there's different terms for how long it takes on something like that. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, that's the bear trap that I know of. I mean, do you have any other ones, Bob, that uh, kind of affect it? Is it mostly income? Well, I,
1: I think a lot of people think that their credit scores are higher than they actually are. That's because of the consumer credit exactly. report that they pull. It's about it, 25
2: to 30 points higher than what a mortgage credit report is. That's right, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and what we do also that I think is very helpful for people is that when we pull credit initially, it's a soft pull. Mm -hmm. And a soft pull means that it doesn't ding their credit, doesn't uh, affect their credit score, but also doesn't even register as an inquiry. Yet it gives us three credit bureau scores that we can go by to see what they qualify for. Because a lot of people call in and I'll I'll always ask, uh, what what price house range are you looking for? Because if somebody says $30,000 here at Texas Lending, that's going to be below our minimum. But regardless of what it is, they they will always, you know, uh, attempt to get that done.
2: And I find that back when I was doing a lot of purchases, I would find that people would call in and say, hey, I want to buy a three hundred seventy five thousand dollar house because they went to the mortgage calculator and it says their their payments eighteen hundred dollars a month. They go, well, I can afford that. Well, they don't realize that that does not include your insurance and your taxes. And your, ta- and your taxes on a $375,000 house That's right. or eight to
1: $10,000, depending on where you're living.
0: It's a pretty significant increase. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's almost as big as the payment. <laughs> right. So.
1: And also, uh, I think people Among, don't, don't yeah. realize that uh, when you pull credit, it's a picture in time of whatever was reported last mm-hmm. to the credit bureaus. So they say, well, wait a minute, I checked yesterday or the day before, and it was this. How come it's this now? Well, um, maybe an old collection got re-reported, mm-hmm. or maybe a balance on a credit card is now reporting higher than it was before. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of reasons that are a little bit out of the control of the of the borrower, and yet the score is, you know, it is what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, we don't give up on people. No. We try to help them. So if their score is a little too low to qualify – um, you know, we we have nothing to do with credit repair here at Texas Lending, but we can just give them some basic suggestions on ways to get their score up.
0: Which is which is a great service that maybe some other places don't offer. So, please, we have text messages starting to roll in. Get your text message question in to 877-881-1053. So, you had mentioned... That, I'm sorry. Did you have something you wanted to no, say? No, not at
2: all. No. I'm just sitting here, <laughs> <laughs> looking pretty. <No>. Looking <laughs> pretty.
0: You had mentioned self-employed, yes. so it seems like self-employed works a little differently than your 1040.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, self-employed is goes by adjusted gross income, and you know this this is something that really bothers me about the business is that they can look at tax returns and say, oh um yeah well look they only made you know this much money or whatever but you know if you work for American Airlines you know back when they went into bankruptcy I go, well their company's not doing so great or how, how are we sure that the, you know that money's going to keep continuing right so it, to me it's a hypocrit it's hypocr- hypocrisy at its greatest ah. you know? just like FHA, you know, is 800 something thousand in California, but here it's only 300,000, yeah, 380,000. So uh, right. you know, there's all kinds of little caveats there that just kind of drive me crazy about the mortgage business. Right. Sure. Right. But, I mean, a guy could show on that he, he has plenty of money, but there's programs. We have programs here for bank statement loans. You know, They are at a higher interest rate, I can tell you that, but that's because they're a higher risk because we, um, right. the, the lenders, look at that you know if you're using
1: bank statements
2: instead of uh, actual Taxes. tax returns um, yeah we huh.
1: we here at texas lending we call those uh, non-qm loans qm standing for quality mortgage and that just simply means as gary was referencing they're just outside the normal guidelines okay mm-hmm. and so that's why the, the it
2: could be for credit scores it could be for different reasons right uh, but most of, most of the time those bank statement loans are done with businesses that are thriving have that are flush with the amount of money that they're bringing in but they're not yet yeah, and they're also writing off all the money that they bring in they right a good tax guy
1: Yeah, and i might also add that 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 qm non-qm loan is really not a long-term loan Mm-mm. uh in terms of uh making sense for them to stay with it but if somebody is really uh i hate to use the term but desperate to get into a house or mm-hmm. get into a loan or it may be uh uh, required to pay off uh, to sell a house in a divorce decree or something if, if they have to do it then then they can refinance down the road yeah
2: and a lot of times that that's the issue is there's a home that came along right now that they really want mm-hmm. and they can get a deal on it or whatever yeah and it's it's there for them to take it and the only way they can do it is do it this way you, you bite the bullet you you know do that and then you know, re, you could refinance it later for sure, but at least you got in the home of your dreams.
0: So you're saying that people wouldn't want to stay in a non-QM loan long term because it's, it's got a higher interest it's rate. It's a, yeah. a higher interest yeah. rate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot
2: of times they're ARMs to uh, mm-hmm. five five year ARMs uh, with no prepayment penalty, but you know that's uh, yeah, that's just the the nature of the business. There's you know a guy has excellent credit this week, but uh, this is on a cash out. He said, oh, "Well." he let me send you my bank statements because I, I know this isn't going to work with tax returns. He sends me his bank statements. Um, the jury's still out. The The interest rate's in the sevens. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's in, you know, Back in 2019, I would have took sevens. <laughs> 2019? <laughs> I mean, not 2019, uh, back, in, back in 1982.
0: Uh, that's yeah. a long <laughs> way from 2019, Gary. Yeah.
1: Hey, I remember 2004, they were right about uh, eight to ten. Yeah.
2: Well, no, it was 2002 because that's when I got in the business. I got in the business with the first refi boom when rates went to six. Wow. And that was, uh, yeah, that's when I got in the business, uh, this, the fall of 2002. <laughs> and uh, it was a busy time, for yeah. a, really busy. And I didn't even know what I was doing back then. I just keep thinking, boy, if I wish I would have known what I know
1: now back then, I probably <laughs> could have made a little, could have made a lot more money. Well but but also Gary think about the fact that how much the mortgage business and regulations have changed through the years. It's just just incredible. We one of the things we uh, pride ourselves here at Texas Lending is to uh, stay educated and trained Mm -hmm. up on the latest regulations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our CEO Kevin Miller uh, keeps us uh, in that ball game so that we're on the cutting edge of, of uh, the regulations and, of course. And technology. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we have the technology. We have the know-how. We have the experience. So, uh-huh. yeah, give us a call here at Texas Lending.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I know one of the changes we've had, you know, kind of in recent year or a couple of years was the ability for people who, who have uh, done a cashback refinance to – refinance that loan into a rate and term
2: right and that's huge right now because i've got one two of them this week that had five uh, let's see their interest rates were in the high fives and now that was a cash out that they did over a year ago and now they're able to refinance into a rate and term Uh, in the low fours.
0: See, that's awesome. That's awesome. So maybe you're in a place and you're thinking, wow, that sounds like a great idea, but you're not sure if if you're in the right spot to do that. Just give us a call, 972-387-4600. We have texts coming in. Get your text in at 877 11053. One, one, oh, Let me say that again without stumbling. 877 <laughs> 881 oh, And we're going to unravel more of your mortgage mystery questions when we come back here after this break on DFW Sports Station 1053 oh, the Fan. Live. live. Hey everybody. Welcome. We are live. Welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I'm Tress Collins here with Mr. Gary Alexander and Mr. Ball Bolt, and we are here to answer your mortgage questions and we have quite a few texts coming in please get your text question in 877-881-1053 are you guys ready to answer some questions absolutely yeah gary ready
1: ready all right
0: here we go our first one is if you qualify for fha does that usually help with the cost of the closing costs
1: Hmm. Hmm, not sure what's behind that question Um,
0: Sounds like trying to save money. You're going to have
1: closing (laughs) costs, whether it's FHA or conventional. Yeah. You can
2: take a higher rate to pay closing costs. Uh, That's what a lot of people do, and they take advantage of, especially now with the FHA rates being so much lower. The thing about when you say, oh, the FHA rates are lower, but in actuality, because of the mortgage insurance and the upfront mortgage insurance, the rate – the a- APR is actually usually pretty know, close, pretty a point higher or yeah. something like that. But
1: what, what it's the, the payment is what, what I was referring to when yeah. I said it, uh, they're about the same. Uh, what we usually do is uh, we'll look at both FHA and conventional. Um, the rates are lower with FHA, but like Gary said, the monthly mortgage insurance is higher with FHA. So a lot of times, uh, the payment is actually lower with the higher interest conventional. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll... Yeah,
2: it, it just depends hmm. on the mortgage insurance uh, a lot of the times. But but the thing is, you have to realize, if you if you take a half point higher and, and pay $6,000 in closing costs, that's 6000 bucks in your pocket. Yeah. You know, and how long does it take? Because here's the thing, you, an FHA loan... Honest to goodness, within five years, you'll refinance it because you'll want to get rid of the mortgage insurance with the yep. way the values are going up in the area. Like I said, you can – this is one thing that we do all the time is is go up higher on the rate, pay the cost, like I said, and keep that $6,000. And that's about the that average closing cost. A lot of that you do – is well, that's a lot of closing costs, but it's escrow, the biggest part of it. It's three that's months' right. worth of taxes and 15 months' worth of insurance up front. Right. That's – that's kind of the big thing because usually the seller pays the title policy, and you're just stuck with appraisal and uh, right. you know, they usually pay this for the survey to right. So you know your closing cost is basically the big escrow account, but you know right. you can count you can count on between five and six thousand dollars. But like I said, you can take a higher rate,
0: mm-hmm. pay
2: those costs, and keep that money in your pocket. Okay, right.
0: now I have a question. So does your? Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I just wanted to say something about what Gary just said. Um, and he's exactly right. A lot of times, if you don't uh, want to raise the interest rate, well, one of the things to consider is what is the difference in the payment, because you can yeah. raise the rate and maybe the payment's not really going to go up that much. So you have mm-hmm. to you have to kind of divide it out. You know, how much are you saving, or you know, how much is it costing you in in monthly payment? Uh, yeah, divide it into whatever uh, closing cost is going to get paid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So anyway, that's and just.
2: see the difference, yeah, to see the difference in the monthly payment, usually it's not that it's not as much as you think. Uh, yep. That's right. and that's that's the interesting thing. But
1: but back to the original question, um the closing costs and the prepays are rolled in. Mm-hmm. Uh if if you don't uh, as Gary suggested if you don't want to raise the rate, <clears throat> excuse me, to pay for the closing cost, it's all rolled in. <clears throat> With FHA, you will have what's called a FHA funding fee. Mhm. It's uh it's not an out of pocket cost.
2: It's 1.75%. <laughs> That's right.
1: But it's significant in, and it's just rolled into the loan amount. So mm-hmm. it just but, increases the loan amount. And
2: when you see that what it does is the original loan amount is raised by that much. So basically they say, "Well, wow, now why is my loan amount, you know, this higher? It's been rolled into your note and now you're paying, but you're only paying on it as long as you have that loan. It's not it's just added to the loan." Mm-hmm. That's right. So uh, unless you unless you go 30 years with that loan, you're not going to pay all of that 1.75%. That's, but you are going to have correct. your monthly mortgage insurance of 0.85%, and uh, that's a, that's a that's that's a high a okay. high amount.
0: So that was kind of my question about the mortgage insurance. It was my question was, is that a flat rate or is that a percentage depending on the amount of the loan?
2: Conventional, it's a credit score uh, difference. How far your credit score. Oh. People have to realize that when you're buying a house, your credit score 740 and above is your best. 720 to 740, there's a hit in the interest rate. 700 to 720, there's two hits to the interest rate. 680 to 700, there's three hits to the interest rate. And so on and so on. Now, FHA, really, you can still get a great rate with a 640 credit score. Mm -hmm. And that rate right now is in the mid to high threes, okay? So you can, get that, you can get that rate right now with a 640 credit score on FHA, and you get the .85 mortgage insurance. But if you are trying to do conventional at 640, you're going to have a higher mortgage insurance. You're going to have a higher rate. Mm-hmm. You won't have the upfront fee. But, you know, hopefully that kind
1: of explains to you how that works. Yeah. And uh, if you do get an FHA loan, um, if you only put the minimum down payment of 3.5%, uh, unless you refinance later out of the FHA, uh, you're going to have the monthly mortgage insurance for the life of the loan. That's even a long if, time. Even, now. If, even if you have a developed uh, 20% equity. Now, if you put 10% down on an FHA, then I think it's, uh, Gary, isn't it 11 yeah. years you can uh-huh. get out of it?
2: And it, it's uh, it, it's a lower uh uh, yeah, it's a lower it's a lower amount, amount. on the mortgage insurance. Team. Isn't
0: that one of those newfangled yeah. deals though? Yeah. Because it used to be that it didn't last the life of. It a used low, to last right? till
2: the loan was seventy eight percent.
0: Right, but they changed. Okay, it. Changed so it, seventy yeah. and
2: what isn't seventy eight percent of the value is seventy eight percent of the loan amount <laughs> that you've paid it down twenty two percent before it disappeared. But sometimes I've seen where they didn't take it off. It just it's still on there. I talked to a guy huh. the other day that's uh, doing a cash out with me his uh his FHA he bought his house in 2002 he's had the same loan since 2002 and i go you st- why do you still have mortgage insurance <laughs> I, I You don't didn't know he could get I mean, out of it he didn't know he could yeah. get out of it either yeah. you know so yeah. hey Hey, uh, things uh, we don't he know. probably didn't make the phone call and say hey my you guys they just missed it yeah or it's been it's been transferred several times right right, right. they lose track and they just have it on there and then you know of course they're not going to look out for your interest you always have to look out for your own interest
0: it's like your money slipping through the cracks because of somebody's oversight
2: that's exactly
0: right which is really sad
2: <laughs> that is sad but <laughs> you yeah, back to the ca- question I mean always ask your loan officer hey, if, if I go up on my rate a little bit, how much closing costs can we pay, if that's what you need? Because I know today there's not a whole lot of closing costs being paid by the seller. That used to be a big thing. Oh, There well, you get go. The, you get the closing costs paid by the seller. Right. Back when there was a market where it was a buyer's market, that happened all the time. Right. Now that it's a seller's market, it does not happen. Mm. Very rarely, unless it's one of those friendship deals or if you're in yeah. a— a less, maybe less desirable area you, that you're buying a house in, things like that. Yeah, and
1: and uh, realtors are, uh, even the realtors that we work with are reluctant to um, uh, ask the seller to pay anything towards uh-huh. closing costs and prepays for fear of not begin, being able to get the, the deal. And I just kind of explain it to them that, hey, uh, it's whatever the net is to the seller right? Uh, that's going to win the day. And sometimes... Mm-hmm they can actually that that the my buyer as looking at it from the purchase standpoint my buyer is financially better off getting the seller to pay as much of their closing costs and prepays as possible even if it means a higher price and i kind of illustrate it this way let's say a seller says my price is is 200,000 mm-hmm. but i'm not going to pay any closing costs and prepays so then assuming the house appraises for it you offer them a price of two o six and have them pay 6000 towards your closing costs and prepays. The net is the same to the seller, so mm-hmm. they'll probably do it. The yep. net to the buyer is a 6000 higher price, but that's amortized over 30 years, and that small increase in monthly payment is more than offset with what $6,000 can earn in their own account that they get to keep for 15 or 30 years.
0: Mm.
1: Now, having said that, I always tell people I'm going to leave it between the, The borrower and the buyer and the uh, realtor as to what they want to do as long as they got the money. If they don't mind bringing the extra money.
2: You know, a lot of times, a lot of times, too, is uh, you go to I'd say, hey, look, this appraisal came in five thousand dollars higher. Let's go. Let's go ask the seller to raise the price. $5,000 Five thousand and pay five thousand towards your cost. Beautiful. Because that payment really? that payments only forty dollars a month more. Yeah. So how how long does it take to save five thousand dollars? Wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this but yeah, this is where you get into a little problem because the realtors they don't like to rock the boat. Mm. You know, they, they were, <laughs> oh hey, great, the appraisal came in. I, and then if, if I suggest that then then the realtor has to go back there and you know, but the realtor has the fiduciary that's the new word out there good words to to <laughs> to do
1: what's best for the bar yeah. right
0: right, and, right.
1: And, and we always try to uh, and, and i'm glad you brought that point up is because i just tell people that whatever we r- recommend or give people options on mm-hmm. uh in the lending world is we have to focus on what is best for our bar, our borrower right exactly it really doesn't matter what we want or what we think in terms of anything else. We have to focus on what is best for them. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, it's still up to them. It's their money. It's right. their it's their house.
2: Yeah. And that's another thing, just a point to bring up about realtors, is here at TexasLending.com, our, our fast-track lender program, we have the ability to put both realtors in there for them to get the notifications that the borrowers get about when their loan went to underwriting, hey your appraisal came in it came, oh nice and yeah we, and we, we I don't know if you do it, but I put in it, both realtors so they they I don't have to get the calls because they immediately get hey the files out of underwriting yeah. we're, we're close we're close to the clear to close and they get so excited that you're basically communicating with them. Yeah. It's, both it's,
1: sides. It's a transparency that yeah. we've instituted really only recently and yes. it's uh, it's a great thing, it sure is.
0: That is such great information, y'all. So if you have a question and you want us to answer it here on the air, the text line is 877-881-1053. We have more texts coming in. But if you don't have a if you're not in a place where you can send a text message, give us a call here at the office. We have loan officers here today, nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. And the call is free. And, you know, all it all it really costs you is a little bit of your time just to crunch the number, see where you're at, and um do what's
2: so, yeah. The, hard, the hardest working loan officers in the business work on Saturday. I can tell you, I've been doing it for 20 years. So, yeah, uh, so absolutely. If, if you can talk to somebody on a Saturday, you know, they're, they're here and they're here for you. So All right, so important.
0: give us a call, but we'll answer more of your text questions when we come back here on DFW Sports Station 1053 The Fan we're live <laughs> like surprise we're yes, live yes we are hey i just got a
2: text message from kevin said he he said he's trying to call in but he couldn't get in but he's now he's in ireland ireland uh, nate, little nate had a great golf tournament this week i think he came in sixth place out of 160 awesome. golfers yeah he's dang in the that's uh, impressive. european u.s kids tour yeah uh, their son
1: is uh, yeah. gonna be a Another Tiger Woods. He's, yeah, he's, he's
2: a, a he's a good one. There's no doubt about it. But Kevin, of course, his text message says, "Be sure and tell him how great the rates are right now." Okay, because the bond <laughs> hit its lowest point in two years on Friday, and we, we had we were having repricing rates were going down. Uh, we were seeing a lot of uh, refinance uh, quotes this week in the high threes and low fours, depending on credit scores, value, et-, et cetera, et cetera, as they said in the King and I. Et
0: cetera, et cetera. Is that everything that Kevin texted that you didn't say? Yeah. <laughs> because it,
2: it, it's an hour long text
0: i know right <laughs> you know how
2: kevin is but he will be back next week he will he'll, he'll be back
0: good. so you'll get to hear all of his good information firsthand
2: yes so, yeah for sure he so, is
0: the walking encyclopedia of mortgages okay so we have more
2: texts right
0: we do we do are y'all ready mm-hmm. you bet okay this one i think is going to be an interesting question so what does it mean if you can't pull a credit score Equal Fax doesn't show a security block, but when your bank or car company pulls your credit, they see no credit score? I see it, and it's not good, but a lender pulls it, and it shows nothing? Any suggestions? What What is that about?
2: Uh, the only reason you wouldn't have had any credit that was posted in the last six months, uh, the, you know, the thing to do is get a couple of credit cards, and no matter how much you hate them, uh, that's the key to to building your credit scores is by having revolving credit that's a low balance and yeah. being paid on time every month.
0: But he's saying he can see his credit. He can score. see his credit. But the, when he goes to like the bank or to well, go see, buy a car, they can't see it.
2: There's three kinds of reports. The one the the one that they advertise like Credit Karma or my right. free, free services like free Karma. services yeah. that you get on the computer. Number two, there's a mortgage credit report that we pull. When we pull a mortgage credit report, every other mortgage company, the report that they're going to pull is the same report. You know, at that if at they that pulled it that time, day, right? All right. And then number three, there is an auto report that's different uh, than than the other two. Hmm. That's right. Don't but, ask me why. It makes well, no sense. It's uh, yeah. But they're weighed differently for cars, uh, houses. So maybe but, the
0: credit that's needed to buy a car isn't actually on his credit report, and that's why uh, they wouldn't see it when they pull it?
1: When when I, My son's in the car business, I know. When they, a car dealership pulls your credit, they do see credit scores. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Number two, um, their algorithm, it's called, or calculation for FICO score is different than a mortgage company because car dealership is only putting you know, twenty dollars to $100,000 at risk, and we're putting several hundred thousand dollars at risk. Mm-hmm. And so the FICO scores for mortgages is different uh, than – so I have people say, well, I bought a car, six, you know, two months ago, and my score was X, and mm-hmm. now it's lower. I hear that all the time. Yeah, and oh it's my, different. I, well, I was able
2: to buy a car uh
0: well, yeah. that's really interesting. La- two months
2: ago. Yeah. And I uh, said, well, I don't know why that has to do with a house. But, uh,
0: so that would make it seem like these free places that you can get your credit score for free. I mean, it, my question is like, well, what good is that if that's not the credit score that people are well, looking at? Who I, you're looking I would definitely from?
2: like to know. Uh, and I would like to know if you know, I'd like to see that report.
1: Um, people can get. Uh. A a free credit report uh, Mm -hmm. once a year. Now I don't know what sites to go to 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 get that. But you know, if you want to call me after the
2: radio show, my name's Gary Alexander. I'm going to be in my office. I can I can do a soft pull uh, and see where you're at and see what it shows. And see if you see and then I could probably tell exactly what was going on here by looking at it.
1: Yeah, we and 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 he's right. All of our loan officers can do that, and we we do a soft pull, um, and. Uh, again, not just to qualify the score but also to see what's on the credit report because mm-hmm. there may be some things that uh, mm-hmm. they may not be aware of and and uh, we can give some suggestions on ways to get the score up.
0: All right, yeah. final answer, give Gary Alexander a call at 972-387-4600 and he'll see where you're at with right. that. Get your text question in, 972, no, 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 no. No, 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 877-881-1053. We have more text questions coming in. We want to answer yours. And are you guys ready for the next question? Sure. All yeah. right. What are some common down payment rates for first-time homebuyers? I keep hearing the, in the grapevine that it's a 5% rate.
1: No. Yeah. The The minimum down payment on a first-time homebuyer program, which for us as an FHA, is 3.5%. Now, there in in some ways they p- could possibly qualify for a three percent conventional, but first uh,
2: time home buyer three yeah, yeah. percent. Uh, Fannie Mae what is it home possible home ready right? That's right. the two. Right. Recently just done one.
1: Yeah. So three percent. It's three percent it, is the absolute minimum, but a lot of times people because of their credit score would not qualify uh, for conventional, but would for an FHA. So FHA is three and a half percent. That half a percent makes very little difference, mm-hmm. actually. So, uh, well, and yeah.
0: also, if they are doing a VA loan or possibly a U.S. No VA payment. loan, there isn't yeah. a yeah. down payment requirement. We do an awful
1: lot of VA loans. We love helping veterans and uh, to do VA loans. I love doing that. I always thank them for their service. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, But, yes, there's two kinds of, of loans that we do here at Texas Lending where there's no down payment. Um, one is a VA loan. And another is what's called a USDA loan. Mm -hmm. They're both government loans. There's no down payment. USDA has some restrictions. It's primarily a rural property. Um, It's... but it
2: does touch the outer suburban right. areas. Yeah, it doesn't now, mean like they're out in the country Little by themselves. Elms, USDA oh, yeah. approved, Fourneys. Really? USDA Little approved. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's still <laughs> exactly Right.
0: Exactly. Still, but there so. are
2: restrictions to USDA loans and a, 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 a income restrictions uh, along the you know eligible property eligible. Make sure it's in a property eligible and credit uh, score. Credit score. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't have a whole lot of money and but get a USDA loan. I know that. Uh, yeah, you, exactly you can only have just the bare minimum you can't have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank and get a usda loan that's right
0: sure. <laughs> good to know yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly. good to know <laughs> so depending on which way you're going with your loan it could depend on how much you actually need to put down or correct any. correct so, all right let's see what what time do we have we probably have time to answer this next question already mm-hmm. how do mortgage lenders determine which credit score they are going to use with married couples
1: uh, well, that's it's easy. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> well, it 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 is go. We go by the lowest score between the two borrowers. If there's three borrowers, whatever the lowest middle score is is the qualifying score for that loan. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that works. Yeah. The the other thing to
2: that is a lot of times people will say, "Well, um, I want to use my income, but I want to use my wife's credit score." Can they do that? Don't fly. Don't do used it. Used to, a long mm-hmm. time yeah. ago. Yeah. But uh, nowadays, uh, now uh, a person can buy a house conventional without showing her husband's credit. That's right. Okay, that's the difference between conventional and FHA. If you're doing an FHA loan and a v- or a VA loan and uh, your, your spouse has worse credit, they're going to use the worse credit. I mean, they're not going to use, you can buy it on your own, but they're going to count her debts against your debt ratio. Are right. his debts against right. your debt ratio? It, right. But they're not going to use their score. But they still on on government loans still look <laughs> at the debt of, like the, of the non-purchasing spouse, right?
1: And you can't wow. and you can't use the income of the spouse if she's not on the loan, right? Oh, so
0: wow! All sorts of little caveats here and there. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah, it's a bear trap. That's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. they—they're just trying to make sure that uh, you can afford the house, and, sure, and yeah, that sure. Uh, you know they want to make—that's basically it. Just want to make sure, but they also want to know up front what your financial position and that kind of lets them know hmm right
0: so if you're in a place and you don't know what your financial position is but you want to buy a home at summertime you're looking at houses and you're thinking man I should probably get pre-approved give us a call nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred the call is free just a little bit of your time and it's so worth it just to find out where you stand because be- you could end up being in a new home before you know summer's halfway mm-hmm. done I mean, you could surprise yourself and be like, hey, what? What? Get -hmm. your questions in, 877-881-1053. Yes, real quick, Bob. Um,
1: I've got one other thing I wanted to point out. If we have time, you let me know.
0: We we need to go to break. Okay. You want (laughs) to wait till after break? (laughs) When when,
1: when we get back. When we come back. When we get back. (laughs) back. We
0: have a little bit of insight from Bob here on DFW Sports Station 105.3, The Fan. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. We are ending our hour here. we got like seven minutes left. Mr. Gary <laughs> Alexander, Mr. Ball Bolt, we lightning round.
2: Bob and- had a, he had something he wanted to bring up, right? I'll, make, make, it, I'll
1: make it fast. Uh, it, it, obviously, for a purchase, uh, people can use any realtor they want to, but if they choose to use a realtor in our Customer Edge program, they can get a cash rebate. That's uh, like 20% of the uh, of the Realtors Commission, and that can be uh, over a $1,000 check after closing for helping with furniture or whatever. Just yeah, one. that's a new they
0: refrigerator. They also have a
2: concierge service, too, that'll set up all your electricity and, uh, cool. and uh, cool. cable really? and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. What a time saver. That's <laughs> awesome. All right, here we go. Lightning round. Do you think you'll be forecasting the market becoming a buyer's market again anytime soon?
2: I don't see it. Not with the, all these companies moving to Texas. Oh, yeah.
1: I think the uh, demand is, is just going to continue to grow, at least for north Texas. I can't speak for other parts of Texas. And if state. you drive
2: around and you see all these apartment buildings that they're building, too, because there's not enough purchase uh, properties out there, that's, that's, a, that's your clue, too.
0: Yeah, we kind of got a sea of apartments going up. Oh, my all goodness. Right. All right, next up. Why is there a big difference between my credit score and FICO?
2: Your credit score and FICO. Your your credit score is a FICO. It's yeah. the three bureaus, TransUnion, Experian, Equifax. Uh, Equifax. Right. And uh, like I said, they, there's three scores to those. They're, you know, they might be different because there might be a collection reporting on just Experian. It's not on TransUnion, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the credit score, I mean, FICO is your credit score. That's kind right. of one and the same. One and the same.
0: All right, next up. Are there any benefits for putting more money down when buying a house?
2: Uh boy this was this was the thing that I got into I mean like I guess said i back in the good old days i I did an eighty twenty bought a three hundred sixty five thousand dollar house that you know it's worth a half a million now that I didn't put any money into at all you know so that was a good thing uh you know the mortgage you get out of mortgage insurance if you put twenty percent down uh that could be a thing but uh, it also is is how much how much more important is money in your pocket than it is in, in bricks and mortar. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. It, because you don't want to come in and buy it, and then oh, you need some money, and then you got to try to do a cash out, and then you, you don't have enough equity yet. When you had the equity right then, mm-hmm. you could have put three percent down, or you could have put five percent down, yeah.
1: uh, and I and and free up money to pay some free debts. Free up down. money
2: to pay some debts.
1: Uh, yeah, cash flow is king. Yeah. In, the, in these I, t- years, I, I would say in general, if if you're not able to put twenty percent down then uh you know you're not going to buy too much uh extra going from 5% to 10% uh but you know there we'll you, we'll give you the option
2: if you're young i would say no i mean if you're older and you've got a retirement plan yeah, and yeah. things and you you want to put yeah the 20% down or like i said it's uh, there's advantage we, we got to talk to it. we could talk yeah. about it
0: yeah. yeah i know kevin he always answers this question saying you know Do not make yourself cash poor for the sake of your house. That's right. right.
2: And he also says, hey, try to have a year's worth of living expenses in your bank uh, even after you purchase your house.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Here we go. This is a really interesting question. Would it be worth it to get flood insurance? I know it's required in some places where you buy a home, but certainly not every place.
2: I would only get it if uh, the FEMA basically regulates where flood insurance is needed okay and if you don't if they don't require you to have it i would say it's a non-necessary expense uh, i don't know how flood insurance works if it's cheaper if you're not in a, uh, flood, zone. a flood zone but uh it, you know you would
1: just have to look at the cost and i would guess there's a lot of people in the houston area that were not technically yeah, in a flood true. flood zone that are <laughs> gotten flooded that's so. a
2: true statement so yeah. It's, so it's just kind of up to you. Uh, like I said, it, yeah. if flood insurance is cheap because you're not in a flood, then I would I would look at it. But if not, I you know, I'd defer to FEMA.
0: Well, I have a quick question on the tail end of this one because I know that flood zones change. Like they, they can change, they, and they if can. they do they change, do. <clears throat> if they do change, does FEMA notify people in the new flood zone?
1: No, I, I do they. I. I don't know whether that's true, but I can guarantee if somebody refinances, I've or, had yeah,
2: I've had that happen and before. They I weren't in, a flood, they weren't yeah. in a flood zone, and now they are exactly. Yeah. And then they're they're all hacked because now they have to have flood insurance. And yeah. It wasn't there. Dang. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Last question. We can do this. I have a VA loan currently, and now that I have surpassed six months, I am receiving a lot of mail regarding a streamlined VA refinance. Is this a, is this a true thing? After six months, the VA allows you to do this, or is this a scam?
2: No, it's not a scam. I'm doing it, doing one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, six months later, doing a, a VA Earl. They bought it five and a quarter.
1: And tell they, them what Earl stands for
2: uh interest rate, rate reduction. Reduction <laughs> interest rate
0: reduction loan interest rate reduction loan
2: it's yeah it's short on fees the only the, the only thing the nice thing about it is you know they get to take a new escrow account and so you're going to get your escrow uh, account back so it's kind of like you could take a hawaiian vacation you could do you know, know lose someone with that money uh because they'll take almost a year's worth of taxes up at this time but hmm. uh, they will lower it lower your interest rate and by they have a worksheet that it shows that this has to be a benefit to you and especially if you after one after 6 months it's definitely a good time to take advantage as long as you're saving at least at
0: 1%. So do they have to wait 6 months? Is that like a yeah. prerequisite? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
2: Yeah, and that's why he's getting a flood of letters now, because they want to be the first person to get them. But I suggest you call us, because we have low VA rates here at Texas TexasLending.com. Absolutely. Love Give us a you. call. Yep.
0: Yep, the number is 972-387-4600. The call is absolutely free. A little bit of your time to crunch the numbers to see where you stand. Y'all, thank you so much. We are at the end of our hour, and I hope that you guys join us next week. When we come back, Kevin Miller will be here, and uh, the Walking Encyclopedia of Mortgages, bless that's his it. heart, <laughs> and Uh, he's great giving you everything you ever wanted to know and maybe some things you didn't really care about knowing about mortgages
2: (laughs) and kevin just said oh my the the plane didn't ship their golf clubs again so
0: oh my (laughs) bless his heart Uh oh that's the end (laughs) of the world for them (laughs) i'm sure he'll be glad to be done with luggage and stuff when he gets back so anyway thanks y'all we look forward to hearing from you next week here on dfw sports station 105.3 the fan